0: Hello everyone. My name is Rhonda Head, your host. Welcome to Indigenous Superstars this evening. Coming to you live from Bigetti, Manitoba, the heart of Opasquia Cree Nation. And uh, tonight we have a really uh, amazing guest tonight, and, and I can't wait to bring her on later, later on after I read, read her bio. I just want to let everyone know that we're streaming live on my YouTube channel, on on uh, Indigenous Superstars Facebook, on my personal Facebook, and on my fan page, fan page. It'll it'll also get uh, uploaded onto the Indigenous Superstar website, and we're also a podcast now, so it's going really well. People are um, starting to to download the shows, the past shows that that I've um, the past interviews that I, I've done with uh, really some amazing musicians, and and uh, my uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and uh, uh, read the. The guest that we have this evening is, I'm really excited to have her have her on. That's a Juno winning Kaylee Cardinal. So I'm just gonna read her bio. Discovery is the beauty of music. It reveals itself in layers. Such is the evolution of 2020 Juno award winner, Kaylee Cardinal. Following a time-tested path from singing to church to performing in cover bands, to writing original material. Cardinal has reinvented herself with each new chapter in her career. With a confident voice and boundless energy, Cardinal owns a stage, connecting deeply with her audience through humor, passion, and love. Whether sweetly strumming an acoustic guitar or leading her band in a rocking rave up, she commands our attention. Her singing is rich and deep with a burnished maturity and a nimble technical virtuosity that wraps itself around notes with a purr, a snarl or something in the middle. With two full-length albums completed and a future release, release in the planning stages, Cardinal is poised to expand her profile, which already includes awards from the 2020 Juno Awards the 2018 Western Canadian Music Awards, <clears throat> multiple Edmonton Music Awards, and recently she received two nominations for the 2020 Western Canadian Music Awards for Indigenous Artists of the Year and Songwriting, Songwriter of the Year. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome my awesome, beautiful guest, Kaylee Cardinal. Hey! hey. <laughs> how are you i'm good i'm really good how are you oh i, I i'm doing awesome I, I i'm enjoying so much interviewing all my crazy talented musical friends on indigenous superstars <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, it must be a lot of fun because you get to actually connect with musicians which is something that i'm missing so much of these days
0: Oh yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's it's so true. Since uh, the what happened with COVID, every mm-hmm. all our gigs got got canceled, and and that's why yeah. uh, I came up with the uh, the idea of the show to to interview um, musicians and awesome musicians such as yourself. And I just want to say hi to Martin Crowe. He's watching from Oslo, Norway, and oh, uh, Raven okay. from uh, Saskatchewan. Um, oh, nice! Hey, folks. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so I'm gonna ask you a couple of questions. Uh, how did how did you get uh, interested in music? Where well, where did your inspiration come from?
1: Um, I think actually, music is something that's always it's kind of just a part of me. I um, my mom said that I started singing my first melody when I was three months old, and then I was four the first time that I performed live on stage. And then I was writing songs when I was 12 years old and, um, yeah, sang on stage, uh, pretty much pretty steady since I was four. I always, cause I sang at church a lot and, uh, it was when I was turned, I turned 19 that I started playing in bands and then decided that I was going to, um, that I was going to pursue a career of playing music. And uh, I then when I was twenty three, I had my son. so I had to take a little break from pursuing music. But when he was old enough, I started doing it a little bit more and more. And now that he's older, uh, the past few years, I've actually been able to like really go hard and pursue it, which
0: has been awesome. That's so exciting. So how did you get into um, um, your your genre that you per- you perform in?
1: It's kind of crazy. Like I really have a hard time describing what genre it is because my influences are so varied. I remember, like, I remember being so, like, just blown away by watching those PBS infomercials that were like hits of the '70s or like '60s and '70s. So it'd be like Gladys Knight in the Pips, or they'd show clips of the Temptations, and it was just like during the fundraiser time when they were trying to sell all their albums. But that was some of my first exposure to like Motown and soul music. And as soon as I heard that music, I was, I mean, I fell in love with it and I have been ever since, but I've also like, I've had lots of influences that are more singer songwriters like Fiona Apple or Rufus Wainwright. And then I have um, like the band, Edda James, Janis Joplin, The Doors, kind of all the music, you know, that I, listened to in high school is still what influences me
0: that's so awesome yeah and, and uh, i want to say a huge congratulations on your recent uh win at the junos i'm so yeah. proud yeah that, that must have been really exciting
1: you know what it, yeah it was really exciting but what's what's really amazing about it is that it Only in the last like since like 2018, I actually started to get to know people in the indigenous musical community across Canada. And that was like the first time that I felt like I was part of a community. And I mean, winning the award just kind of it put my name in that category, which made it really special to me and kind of makes me feel like I belong to part of a club. Like, hey, now I'm (laughs) part of something. This is amazing. I've always been kind of a floater. So a big part of a big part of winning that is kind of this sense of belonging and uh, also super validating for like the years that I struggled. Cause I've always been a single mother. So the years that I struggled trying to like balance life music, my child, and now what it's grown into is uh, yeah, it kind of makes it all worthwhile.
0: That's awesome. Do you have your award? Did, did, uh, so do you, you get it your award? Do you want me to grab it? Sure. What? Yeah. You yeah. show us, please show us your hard work. <laughs> Right, folks, we want to see her her win that she just won at the Juno There's like- Award. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> Yay, congratulations. I'm yes. so proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> Story wow. Story department. Yeah. Pretty wild. Pretty wild. That's, that's awesome. That's so awesome. So with that, we're going to uh, get, I'm going to give you the screen so we can listen to your first performance.
2: Okay, sure uh
1: okay well I'm gonna play uh the first song from uh from my album storage from my downtown apartment and it's a it's a song about uh, repeating uh patterns over and over again and finally figuring them out
2: well you know that you had me from the first string when the my cheeks flushing crimson pink you know I gave it to the sparkle in your eyes that whiskey kiss and your come hither the smile so when I was persuaded we had something more rare and more extraordinary than simple exclusivity. I started to feel it and to know it and see what was laid out for me. Oh the devil looked me in the eye. He told me all of his tricks and he shared all of his lies and i believed in every failed word i kept all the secrets all the truth that i never heard so now i know it i proved it again and again oh the devil is a blue-eyed man Oh, the devil is a blue eyed man. So when you said that you would never lie to me, well, it was true, because I only saw what you wanted me to see. told me all of his tricks and he shared all of his lies. So now I know it. I proved it again and again. Oh, the devil is a blue eyed man. Oh, the devil The devil is a blue eyed man.
0: Oh, the devil is blue eyed man. That's the end of the song. Yeah. <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> that song made it to number one, right, on the Indigenous Music Countdown. It did, yeah. It did. Yeah, that's a great song. I love that song. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you. So, where do you get your? Do you, do you you write your own songs and compose your own music, right? So, where does that inspiration come from?
1: Um. Well, it's it's changing all the time. But over the last little while, a lot of my inspiration came from. Um, a lot of a lot of like love and heartbreak and kind of like telling the love stories of my life. But I also took a lot of inspiration from my son. I, I write about him a lot and kind of our journey together. And it's really just the stories of my life. Uh, I guess I, I don't really have that much of that great of an imagination. Like I just find myself just writing the stuff that. I live and, uh, and I'm not even great at metaphors. Like the song I just played is a devil's blue eyed man. That's probably like my biggest metaphor, but I have songs like, I don't want to know you anymore, which is pretty literal. And it's, you know, a true story about somebody. And I, and that's been okay. And that's served me for a little while, but I see myself slowly kind of shifting into, well, because I've been single for a little while, I see myself shifting into finding something else to write about.
0: <laughs> Who knows what? Though. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. So, so you mentioned that you you were in the band. Was that in uh, in high school? You were in the high school band.
1: Well, I was actually in choir in high school, and it was once I left oh. high school that, um, like, when I was nineteen, I, I finished high school, and that's when I started playing in a band.
0: Oh, okay. So, what kind of what what are there? What other instruments do you? play
1: well I play I play acoustic guitar but in that band I was just singing honestly I feel most free when I'm just singing I only play piano and guitar they're they're like tools to help me write but I don't love having to play them on stage it's not my favorite I feel free when I can like move my hands anywhere I want and my voice kind of like I feel like it's tied in with the movements of my body. So when I'm singing with piano or guitar, I feel like it's stifling me. And also I'm not very good at them. That's the other thing. So,
0: <laughs> I think you're really great.
1: Thank you.
0: <laughs> I'm a huge fan. And I'm so excited. I was so excited when, you, when uh, I reached out to you and, and you accepted the interview also. I've been really looking forward to this since uh, you you accepted to... Oh. be interviewed. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. I'm excited, excited for all the fans tuning in. They're, they're all saying hi, Kaylee, an awesome beautiful song, and hello from Winnipeg. Oh,
1: that's so nice.
0: Yeah, I love and it. I, Yeah, Someone said hi, Auntie Rhonda and cousin Kaylee. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> so, so uh, can you tell us a little bit about your upcoming uh, um, CD that you're working on? Yeah. Um
1: so I last year I started doing some songwriting sessions. Um I did sessions with uh Kenny Starr, uh Sherry Saint Germain, who do you know who Sherry Saint Germain is? Yes, she's yeah, pretty yeah, awesome. Yeah. 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 And yeah. um Bros Landreth and uh David Francie. So I met up with these four groups or people and um and yeah, and wrote with them for a week and got some songs out of it. I'm really excited about those. I've also been writing some on my own, kind of slowly. But the stuff that's that's happening now, like it's, COVID times, have been quite a roller coaster. There's been a lot of emotional ups and downs, and I feel like I'm coming out of sort of being in survival mode of it all, and finally, I'm able to kind of look at it a little bit more objectively. So I feel like a lot of the writing that's starting to come from me is coming from kind of just absorbing um you know there, we had some loss in our family and um i mean the great the height of uh you know euphoria that comes with winning a juno is wild but all of these things these ups and downs because i am somebody who uh, suffers from depression <laughs> they they have a, there's a lot of work that comes with like climbing back up out of those things or knowing that the come down is coming and kind of balancing all of that. So it's just been, there's been a period of a lot of introversion and a lot of reflection. And I think that the stuff that's going to come out of this era is probably going to be just a real uh, shit show, if you will, of like, you know, all the feelings it's going to be all over the place, but but the music that's coming out of me feels a lot closer to who I am. And I like every year as I get older, I become like, it's like I'm able to strip off layers that I've put on over the years. And I feel like closer to my authentic
0: self than I ever have before in my life. So I love that. And I want to write with that lens. Yeah. So do you have a, a timeline of when you're going to be releasing that? Um, I don't. Uh, we did. I did already get a grant for
1: it, but everything's kind of I'm working with a producer who's in Toronto and we just did one remote session and it was it was OK, but it's not the same as having them in the room. So things are going to be kind of stalled for a bit because it's such a big distance. And um, Great. I would imagine once things normalize a little bit, then we'll finally be able to. Get into the studio and and start doing some recording, but I feel like it's bought me some time to, to do a little bit more writing, which I'm actually very grateful for. Awesome. Yeah.
0: So so you were on tour before COVID happened. Can you tell us about about your tour? Yeah. Well, uh,
1: it's actually been it's been a pretty wild year. We uh, right before COVID happened, I was actually flew to Germany for the weekend just to play a festival, and then came back. Uh, spent the night at home and then flew to Saskatoon for the Junos. And then they were canceled. So I kind of like rushed oh, the whole fuck. Germany trip because I was trying to get back to the Junos in time, which was kind of a bummer because we could have spent a little more time, but that's, that's okay. But um, yeah, uh, we, we, we'd done Folk Alliance and uh, my trio had been touring quite a bit just throughout the winter to like places in Saskatchewan. We played in like Morrange, Saskatchewan, um with OSAC, and we played at Sa- in saskatoon and we were keeping busy with not super big gigs but um but with gigs and then in may i was going to have my first ever like full-on european tour um, i was working with mj we had like 28 days booked and that whole thing was uh cancelled which is such a bummer but it was actually just postponed we have most of the things rebooked for next year. So that's really exciting. Excellent.
0: Yeah. MJ's awesome too. I'm going to get her on at some point as well. Yeah. She's amazing. Yeah, she is so right on. So yeah, well, that's really awesome. So what is, how, what is, um? I wanted to ask you about your, your last uh, album that you did that the one that won you a Juno, like where did, where did the music come from? Um, I mean, a lot of it
1: came from right here. This is my apartment. Um, you know, my piano used to be over here before I apparently learned how to take care of plants. And <laughs> I used to stare on my window and, you know, write, write songs. It's basically like a collection of stories from the last couple of years. It's about, you know, a significant, um, some pretty significant grief, um, It's about uh, a pretty significant breakup and then a really terrible breakup. It's about um, my son and when he was little. There's one song called Tumbleweed. And I wrote that when he was, I mean, I wrote that one many years ago. It was when he was like, I want to say like five or six. And we live in like subsidized housing, just outside of, just kind of on the outskirts of um, Grand Prairie. And these tumbleweeds used to kind of like, they'd roll in from the farmer's fields and they would get stuck under my vehicle and we couldn't have a pet. So he would keep these tumbleweeds. He would name them and keep them as pets in our apartment. And it's just a lot of these songs just kind of bring me right back to that place and time. Cause it's like, I'm just documenting this particular time in this feeling I have. And then it was just like, such a deep love for my child. And then, also kind of just like the chaos that was
0: sort of happening around us at the same time. That's oh, yeah. so awesome. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. So what would you, what What kind of advice would you give an emerging artist and an emerging indigenous artist getting into the, into the music industry?
1: Um, well, I would say a couple of things like number one, for me, what made a huge difference was, um, was when I started to actually get to know people within the community and that, basically happened because I got to know Lila Gilday, and secondly, because um, Manitoba Music, the Indigenous Music Development Program, has been so supportive of me, and I, I still work with them all the time. Um, things like winning a Juno are incredible, but uh, they like it doesn't come with it doesn't come with a ton of money or anything like that. It's just a beautiful accolade that is super validating, but I still need to make money and I still need gigs. I still have to make contacts and I'm still learning all the time. And it's that, that, that indigenous programming is like, it's so incredible. So the first thing I would do is get to know Manitoba music's indigenous music development program. Number one. Second is, to find your community because it was like the minute that I got to know Lacey Hill, for example, I was like, I love this person. And then I met Sebastian Gaskin and then I met Desiree Dorian. And then I met Wolfsegg and Isla Barker and all these people. And I was just like, these people understand me more than anybody else I've ever known in my life. And it was, I mean, finding people that are like-minded or have a shared experience like that, made me feel less alone and it made me feel like I belonged. And that alone just like boosted my confidence and self-worth so much. And I, I wish that I could have stumbled upon that when I was in my twenties, but it's fine that it's happening now. Everything happens in its time, but yeah, that's that's the number one thing. And then also get to know uh, Dave McLeod. I mean, find out, you know, get to make friends with him. He's an amazing dude like yeah, yeah. as well, you know, just get on yeah. people's radar. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What? That's great. Great advice. And all the people that, that all the musicians you talked about are so, such fantastic people. And, and uh, from my experience, it, it when we meet up, I remember we met up at Folk Alliance and, and just being in a room full of indigenous musicians oh. that, that creative energy is so beautiful and inspiring. And, it just makes me want to create just keep creating the music that we do create and it's so much fun. I, I I'm so I wouldn't want to be anything else. I, I love what we do and it's it's so beautiful. And and the music that that, that you create is is a it gives us such good energy, and you have such a beautiful voice, and it's very soulful.
2: Thank you.
0: And thank you so much for uh, the, writing the music that you do write. So, with that, we'll, we'll hear your uh, second performance.
1: Okay. Now, I was trying to think of what I should do because I was considering how I was just talking about how sometimes it's nice to, um, to not have to play an instrument. So then, I decided that I wanted to sing a song that, um, uh, I actually didn't write, but was kind of, it was taught to me by a friend and it's, uh, it's a pretty short song. It's like maybe a minute and a half. I'll try to sing it a little bit slower, but, um, yeah, that's what I want to sing. Cause it'll make me feel a little bit more free. And, uh, and also I just wanted to add one more thing. Um, at Folk Alliance, being in a room full of Indigenous musicians was so incredible because uh, it's so rare to go anywhere and have a room full of Indigenous people. In my experience, I'm usually the only Indigenous person in the room. So I remember how amazing that made me feel. This is something I wanted to say. Okay. I'm going to sing this song. It's called Grandmother's Back. It's written by Jules Graves, but it was taught to me by a friend of mine, and it was taught to her by a friend of hers. And... um. I sing it to invite as much possible grandmother energy into my life as I can.
2: grandmother's back up there to the ground by the old pressing man pressing down 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 grandmother's back up there to the ground by the old pressing man pressing down 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 old pressing man see what you're doing Oh pressing man creating the ruin, oh pressing man hear what she said now old pressing man be changing your ways now her body is not a commodity. Her body is not a commodity. It's not a product to be bought and sold. Not to be mine for all of gold. She is not a product to be bought and sold. Not to be mine for all of gold. She gave what she needed. To give, she gave what we need to live. She keeps all the world alive. And without her, we can't survive. and wake up. Na, na 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 wake up, people hear the call. Sing, wake up. Na 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 na, na. wake up people, wanting all this disposable society we're living in today. This disposable society is going to throw itself away. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Thank you. That so
0: awesome. Thank you so much. So, uh, I just want to acknowledge all the people that, that came in and uh, watched the program this evening. Utana from Shiprock, New Mexico. And Marilyn Rose said Kelly's one of the best Indigenous performers ever. Roxanne Bird said she's so proud of you. And she, and she oh. said you're awesome. So thank you for uh, uh, spending the, the past uh, 30 minutes with us. And, and uh, where can we find your music? Uh,
1: On all the things. Uh, You can order albums at KayleeCardinal.com. And Kaylee, as you can see there, is spelt uh, in a way that can be difficult to search. C-E-L-E-I-G-H Cardinal.com. And you can find me on all the streaming platforms. And uh, yeah, you can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook. Just have to know how to spell my name.
0: Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that's C-E-L-E-I-G-H. Yes. Kaylee. Yes. Okay, so if you want to look for Kaylee, that, that's how you spell her name and, and uh all her uh social media sites will pop will pop up. And and I also want to mention that uh, I added Kaylee's song, my favorite her the song first song that she performed, Devil is a blue-eyed man. <laughs> is now on the uh, Indigenous Superstars playlist on Spotify. So you can go check out her song on, on that playlist. And do uh, you have any parting words you want to say? Um, no, not really. Uh, oh, the, Well, I guess
1: I could mention that uh, I'm also a radio host. I work at CKUA in Edmonton. I'm pointing because it's like a block away from my house. Um, I live at, C- I work at CKUA in Edmonton. It's an Alberta radio station that you can listen to online and Mondays from one to 2 PM mountain time Fridays from eight till 9 PM mountain time. I have a show called full circle where I feature artists like Rhonda or like Lacey and Wolf'sake, Sebastian, Sebastian, uh, a ton of folks from uh, over in um, uh, Australia and New Zealand and like Shoshona and Rava, everybody, Lila, um, It's a great show. Uh, I pick up as much music as I possibly can, and I try to shove it all in there, get it in that hour. But every hour, it's a new mix of music. And um, yeah, so just that would be, you can listen to it online, ckua.com. So that's one thing that I would love to promote. And also, I just want to say thank you, Rhonda, for having me on. And uh it's just really nice to feel supported by somebody that I look up to. So thank
0: you so much. It's, it's, oh, it's really special to me. I look, I look, I look up to you too. And I'm a fan of your music. I love your music. Keep creating. I love that um bluesy, jazzy feel of your music. And it's so soulful. So I want to, I'm going to go back and listen to the song that, that you sang. Your I just love your music and I wish you all the best uh, with your Career and and it's probably just going to get bit bigger and better all the time with your, with your uh, new re- recording that that's going to come out eventually. So and, and I just want to tell um, say to the guests uh, to stay safe and and stay healthy. I you.